and welcome to Nixa Talk, the podcast where people from the asset and wealth management industry share their stories, expertise, and lessons they learned along the way. Nixa is a not-for-profit association connecting all facets of the asset and wealth management industry. I'm Nixa's Justine Phoenix, and today I'm excited to welcome Michelle Thompson-Dulbury, Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer at MFS Investment Management. She also serves on the Diversity Project North America's CEO Advisory Council and the Executive Committee. Michelle, welcome, and thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me, Justine. It's great to be here. Thank you so much. Well, we're going to start out with a 10-second challenge. Describe what you love about being in this industry in 10 seconds or less. What I love about this industry is that it has the power to change lives over generations for our clients and also the communities and the employees that we have. I always call it using my corporate powers for good. So I love everything that we're able to do for the greater good. Ah, Well done and well said. All right. So how did you wind up in this industry? And are there ways that your background differs from what you may think as a traditional career path for this industry? Call me the poster child of you don't need to have studied finance to end up in this industry. I was an unintentional French major, meaning I took French classes because I love them and because I was great at them, not because I had any idea what I was going to do with it later. And so much to my mother's chagrin, I ended up as a French major, but I got my first internship in HR because a French company had a home office in Paris that sent faxes because, yes, I can date myself, and they needed someone to be able to translate. So the first job that I got was in HR because I needed to translate. So I ended up loving HR from that point. And then coming full circle, my first real job out of college was working in HR at a French bank called Société Générale, or SG for short nowadays. And I tell people all the time, you don't need to have intended to be here Just show them what you got once you get here. What an amazing connection. You're our first French major. We had an almost uh, would-be lawyer on our last podcast, but you're our first French major. So that's awesome. I love that story. Well, let's talk a little bit about defining moments, as we say. Tell us about a defining moment that helped shape your career or launched your leadership skills. So one of the things that I have realized along my career is you don't always end up doing everything in a linear fashion. Uh, And sometimes that little detour deviation might be just the thing that you need to do something great. And so I moved out of HR into a marketing role because I thought it was going to be really interesting. And I was working with someone I had worked with before. And the way that that then was able to shape my thoughts and my actions and my own leadership was really pretty amazing. And that was all around taking a chance. And so sometimes You have to take a chance on yourself to be willing to step out into something that is unfamiliar, it's unseen, it's unknown, um, and watch to see how it launches your career. Because, you know, fast forward two decades, the skills that I learned in that role are things that are instrumental to the job that I have today. So moving from from role to role helps you sort of create this fabric of of knowledge and expertise that you bring, bring to your job. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit about a challenging time in your career, or you could talk about the industry in general, or you know, just how you navigated that. Um, you know, either an industry incident or something for you that had a challenging moment that you needed to navigate. So I've actually got two. Life is long, so there are definitely lots of challenging moments. I would say the first one 
was actually from a development perspective when I received feedback that I needed to develop more of a poker face, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because I'm very expressive. I do wear my heart on my sleeve. And, you know, if someone said something a little off the wall, they were going to get my side eye where I'm going to look at them. And someone said, you've got, if you're going to be a senior level executive and be successful, you've got to develop a poker face. And I said, isn't it actually easier for someone not to be stupid than for me not to have to act as though they are? And he didn't like that feedback. Um, But it was one of those moments, like, if you think you're going to be successful here, then you're going to have to change. And I realized that maybe here isn't the right place for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was one of those moments where I needed to decide, was I going to listen to what someone else said or was I going to follow who I was um, and become more of who I was? And so that was a while ago, but that was a challenge because that challenged who I was as a person. That wasn't about my work. And so much of what happens to us every day does feel like it's about us as a person. And I do think, you know, being able to bring your full self is, is really important to being able to be to be all that you can be. So here's what's interesting is that I think a lot of us who are listening probably may have had that happen in their career and may have got the poker face, right? And how, how does that feel? And instead you chose to say, I don't, this isn't where I belong. And that's, I think it's an interesting thing for people who are listening to understand that you can do that and you're going to be okay. And you're going to be even more okay because you're yourself. You're always going to be okay. These are the things I've, I got to a point in life where I said, I can always get a job. Don't worry about that. Worry about being able to have a career and having longevity and being at a place that feels like where you should be. That's what's important. Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk a little bit about the industry from your perspective. Uh, You know, it's this kind of a long range thing, but I mean, in our industry, as you mentioned, you know, life is long, but things move fast. So kind of thinking about where do you think the industry will be in like the next five to 10 years? When I think longer term about the industry, the first thing I think about is it's not going to get any easier. Mm. I remember when everyone used to flock to financial services. Uh, it was it was the job to get out of college. It was where you wanted to be. And I do think we have to find our way back to attracting and retaining great talent into the industry. There's a lot of really cool other sexy things out there that people could be doing. But once people learn about all of the great things they can do here, by the way, most of that other stuff you can do in one of our companies, mm-hmm. I think it will start to bring that back. Um, I'd like to see us make this a really cool, fun industry all over again. I also think about how we continue to have more and more generations in the workforce. And so I think seeing and understanding the needs of those different generations and how we bridge those gaps is going to become really, really important and and something that we're going to have to focus on a, a bit more than we do now. And finally, the consumer, I call it the consumerization of the workforce. People can walk out of your building and write a review as though they've just left their local restaurant. How do we make sure Mm. that we are taking that view when we are thinking about our employee experience and making sure that we're having the same rigor around that as we do around our client experience and our client and our customer journeys? How do we make sure that we're doing both of those equally to make sure that we actually do support our end clients in the best way possible with the best talent possible? Great. Very well said. So you've had a very successful career. And as we've talked a little bit, as we've been talking, you've had a few lessons along the way. 
If you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? My advice to my younger self would be to be myself sooner. (laughs) I did spend a lot of time trying to be the person others wanted me to be. And now I realize that just how much of my energy that zapped. So I am my best self when I am fully myself. And when, you, when you're able to bring that to the table, it allows you to do better work. And that's not what I thought. I thought, well, I've got I've to do this presentation this way because they said it. And that's going to be the best presentation um, that I can give. And in fact, it never was. It was in those moments where I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this my way because it just feels better. It's when you can feel yourself that you do amazing work. And, and, I, and I wish I had known that sooner. And I wish I had known sooner that you should find a place where you are celebrated and not just tolerated because that place exists. And when you get there, that's where magic happens. And so I wish I had known that earlier on in my career. So for anybody that's listening to this today, um, just for anybody's early career or any stage of their career, listen to Michelle's advice. It's, it's well, well said and uh, listen to her experience. So lessons learned along the way, as we say. Thank you so much for sharing today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Our listeners can connect with me and the rest of the Nixa team by searching for Nixa on LinkedIn. Please share your feedback on the podcast and let us know who you'd like to hear from next. And make sure you don't miss future episodes by subscribing to Nixa Talk on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Until then, thanks for listening. been listening to Nixa Talk. Nixa is a trade association connecting the global asset management community. Please note the Nixa Talk podcast is the sole property of Nixa. The content of the podcast is for educational purposes only and does not constitute advice or services. Guests' opinions and statements are their own and do not represent the organizations with which they are associated. Parties may not reproduce these podcasts in any form without the express written consent of Nixa. 